6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right. I am pleased to welcome back to 6.30 Chad Afternoons Mia Campbell. She's a health and wellness expert. She's a holistic nutritionist, and she's the founder of The Wealth. Mia, you're on with Reed. It's nice to talk to you again. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Well, I'm doing very well. It's good to have you on the show. Uh, you know, it's springtime. We're getting better weather. I mean, I was, I've been given the weather all afternoon. We're, we might get up to 16 later this week. People are trying to get moving and uh, find a little bit of extra energy and all that kind of stuff. But I, I want to ask you a little bit about sleep habits because we, we changed the clocks a couple of weeks ago. And I yeah. want to get your opinion on this because when I talk to anybody from any sort of health field, they usually say that's one of the worst things that we can do. So, like, first of all, what is your opinion of of changing the time twice a year? Well, now that I have a son, it definitely throws off our entire family. I mean, it doesn't even just throw off, you know, adults. It throws off um, not just our sleep, but it affects our mood, our energy, our appetite. There's so many other factors that come into play when we're talking about this time change even though so it's what, just an what, hour, right? Yeah. So what are this, What are some things we can do to quickly kind of create a new routine around that either hour, go, the clock going back or the clock going forward like it did recently? Yeah, so there's a few different things that I like to suggest when it comes to trying to improve the quality or the duration of sleep. And really, sometimes it just comes down to trying to create an evening routine. So that means prepping your body and your mind for sleep. It's unwinding and it's moving into that parasympathetic nervous system, which is that rest and digest rather than your sympathetic, which is your high alert, which so many of us, you know, operate in for the majority of the day because we have stresses, we're working, we're working out. There's so many different things going on. So an evening ritual can really make a big difference. So that could be doing something like a five-minute meditation or breathing exercise or just focusing on calming your breath to reduce cortisol in the body um even having a cup of like an herbal tea uh reading or listening to an audiobook training on do not disturb which is hard for a lot of people you know you sit in bed and you scroll instagram or you have a show on um so trying to reduce the amount of screen time and then in the morning um exposing yourself to light which helps to shut down the melatonin in the morning and reinforces that information to the brain that tells us okay it's time to wake up interesting okay well a lot of those uh good habits for late at night i definitely don't do uh (laughs) what what about uh eating late late at night like is there i I know generally people say well that you know if you don't want to gain weight don't eat late at night but sometimes might actually feel a little hungry before they go bed are are there any foods that can help you sleep a little easier uh well when it comes to uh the routine also it's important to know that you don't have to enforce all of those those habits um just picking one or two to focus on so you don't overwhelm yourself um but for the evening you know it's not bad to snack at night i don't suggest you snacking until um 11 or 12 or if you think that you're snacking out of boredom right so it's kind of reflecting what is it that you need maybe you're overtired um but again having tea um 
having magnesium uh, chocolate is a source also so you can kind of satisfy that sweet tooth picking healthier foods not refined foods and also having a good full meal um, for dinner uh, right now statistics are showing that Canadians have ordered record numbers of takeout and so it's coming back to those cooking whole foods um, I think one of the other uh, times that I've been on, we talked about reducing cooking fatigue by ingredient prepping. And so keeping interest with the meals, having a good source of carbohydrate, a fat and a protein. And then if you still feel uninspired, perhaps in the kitchen, um, and you want to kind of get back on track and stop doing takeout, you can do meal kit services. like chef's plate to avoid the grocery shopping, um, to reduce your time in the kitchen. You select recipes to get outside of your comfort zone, um, and you can try one of their balanced meal kits. So you feel like you're um, setting yourself up for spring, you know, reevaluating your movement, getting things back on track, your eating, your sleep, all that good stuff. It really all comes into play. All right, thanks, Carly. We have Mia Campbell on 6.30 Shed Afternoons, health and wellness expert, holistic nutritionist, and founder of The Wealth. I like how you put that with cooking fatigue because I have heard that from people during the pandemic. I'd never heard that term, but I think that's what it is where the routine has changed, you're, you're, more, you're home more or you're home at different times, uh, you're not going out to eat or it's certainly not as, uh, not as convenient. So I, I, I hadn't heard that before, cooking fatigue for sure. Uh, you know, the, it's obviously getting a lot uh, nicer out. Tell me about uh, opportunities there just to feel a little better with the sunshine and the warmer temperatures. Yeah, so with time saved in the kitchen, uh, you should be spending more time outside. You know, sunshine naturally increases serotonin. It's a hormone that affects our mood, and exercise itself produces endorphins. So it's those feel-good hormones that boost your mood. Um, They leave you feeling, or exercise leaves you feeling revitalized, engaged, energized. Um, It also, again, helps to reduce screen time, uh, which is another just bonus and nature just has a way of making people people feel calm um and for a lot of people right now um, exercise might not feel accessible because you might not be comfortable going to a gym so with the better weather you got to take advantage of it get outside even if it's just for you know a 10 minute walk that fresh air will make a huge difference Okay. Well, this is, this is all really good. And I think things for people to focus on here uh, now that, uh, I mean, we definitely feel a shift with the, with the weather changing and more sunshine and all those great things that we enjoy. Uh, tell us a little bit about the wealth and where people can find you online and, uh, and learn more. Yeah, amazing. So you can uh, find me on Instagram at the underscore wealth and online at www.thewealth.com. Okay. Mia, we really appreciate these tips. All the best. I'm sure we'll talk again. Sounds good. Thank you so much. That is Mia Campbell checking in, uh, getting you ready for maybe some uh, healthy springtime routines with sleeping, eating, exercise, moving, trying to uh, shake those uh, winter doldrums and, of course, uh, deal with uh, all the stress and routine changes that the uh, pandemic has caused us over the last 13 months or so, for sure. Reed Wilkins in for Jay Lynn on 630 Ched afternoons we got